How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the StoryWorks Podcast. I am your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. And uh, we got a new setup for today, and today only. Our um, wonderful audio man is, he's off. He's off for the week. He's He's, enjoying himself. He's shuffled off this mortal coil. He's gone. He said, um, it's up to you now, boys. And he, he, He actually died. It was very, very sad. Uh... Pour one out to 66. He's with us always, though. I mean, honestly. In our hearts, in our sounds. In our waves. He's not dead. He's not Pranked dead. Pranked you. Pranked you. <laughs> Fooled you. Gotcha. Spooked you. Did we trick you? <laughs> He's here. He's and he also wants us to tell you that this episode is not brought to you by 66 <laughs> He did not. Davis did not do this one. Davis didn't do this one. Uh, so we're going to have a different sound for today because we didn't. Um, we, we contemplated breaking into his home and using his equipment while he was gone. We thought um, he might not like that, though, just, in the long yeah. run. If you think about it for more than about three seconds, you know, things get a little sticky icky. Mm-hmm. And we hate problems that. come up. We don't like problems. Problems that we can't have. We have a working business relationship with this man. We can't steal all of his goods. No, we can't, because he produces the best goods, and he should um, keep doing that with us. <laughs> and we don't want that stuff. Absolutely. We're not tarnishing this relationship. So we are using some different equipment. We're going to have a different sound. we got we're, a different look today. We're old school in it, man. Welcome to my home. R2-D2's here. Yuji's here. Yuji Itadori. We have, hey, we we have one Dragon Ball. The man's lightsaber is here as well. On display. You guys know. If you listen, and if you know, you know. I went to Disney recently. There's that fucking lightsaber. Badass. I pick it up and I play with it every day. It's so cool. (laughs) It's so cool. Love it. All right. But what are we talking about today? That's the question. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Maybe maybe we could talk a little bit about a little... Little little guy, little eight legged uh, spider guy, man spider. Yeah, <laughs> him. We are talking about across the Spider Verse, um, a movie that we have been anticipating for a very long time. Oh my god! Since the first one came out, man, and I saw that last scene, dude. I was yeah, like, there's got to be another one. Oh, and there there was, and and boy was there. I uh, I'm still processing the movie. I yeah, we've had what two days now to sit yeah, on it. Yeah, and I've been. I, I want to go again, dude. I really want to as well. I was talking to Dan about. It. I was like, Dan, you haven't seen Into the Spider Verse. We need to watch it, and then I, we should go see Across the Spider Verse. Anybody <laughs> who hasn't seen Into the Spider Verse, especially if you're a Spider-Man fan, wow, you gotta, you gotta. It's just so incredible. I mean it. It completely redefined what a comic book movie can look like. Like, it yeah. can look like a literal and, and fucking not comic just, book. Not even just a comic book movie. It it revolutionized like animation as a whole. Seriously, absolutely. It, it had an impact on 
uh, like a standard that was kind of being mm-hmm. built, like a like a Pixar kind of standard. Yeah. The um, only other movie I can think of that has kind of captured the Spider Verse feel, I think, is the new Puss in Boots movie. Yeah, I I've got a couple others too that I I think even some of the creators, one one or both of the creators of Spider Verse, like have uh, done are involved in. That's got this new kind of art style. That's not, you know, it, it's it's that offbeat frame rate. Yeah, that, that looks weird They're at like first. Fourteen frames per second or something. Yeah, but but it really works for animation, uh, and it's just it's it's a really f- new fun way to see the medium that we haven't really seen it. Oh yeah, it's before. it's so cool, man. All the just the 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 choppiness to it, I think, adds somehow to the yeah comic book effect. I remember when when there were trailers for Into the Spider Verse coming out, there was some negative feedback. They were like, "Yo, bro, yeah. is this she's still buffering, bro? Or why aren't you rendering out your your effects, bro? They didn't render this trailer before it dropped. Die, <laughs> dude. In Minecraft, <laughs> in Minecraft. I hope your house." Burns down. In <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, "That's deep, dude. That's deep. Man. That hurts." When you hurts. said, "I hope your house burns down in Minecraft," I felt that, man. I felt that, brother. Oh man. Um, yeah. So, and and dude, when I tell you that it like set a new standard for animation, you know, into the Spider Verse, the first yeah. of this now trilogy, two B trilogy. Um, I didn't think they could really up the like ante top it as fucking hard as they did, dude. Because I was like one hundred percent absorbed into every frame of that movie, man. I could not stop staring at it. It's like it's so beautiful that you have to tone back into the story sometimes. Yeah. You're like, damn, bro. Uh, what were they saying? Because you're just looking at the color palettes, like that was, some of this movie looked yeah. like a like JoJo's color panels, man. No, for real. Some I love bizarre adventures. We can talk a little bit about it a little later on, but there yeah. were certain scenes where the background kind of fades away, and it's just replaced with just color strokes, just yeah. brush strokes, and Dude. the way that they like did that, the transition from reality to this like new space was just so good oh my god i know exactly what you're talking about shit had my mouth hanging wide open oh beautiful it's it's art it's art animation is art don't you fucking forget it we say it all the time on this pod because we are the animation defenders we have logged on and we always will be (laughs) so before we dive into across the spider verse because it's a huge movie with a lot of questions yeah um, very exciting discussions to be had. I kind of wanted to start the podcast by ranking. He's doing it, man. He, he, <laughs> the absolute mad lad. This is completely based off of personal bias, mind you. Everybody's different. Everybody likes different things about their Spider-Man. So I was just intri- intrigued to see what we could work together and come up with for a yeah. list. And I would love to hear anybody else's lists. So if anybody wants to do this shit, hit us in the comments. Let us know. Messages. Do whatever, man. 
hit us up. But we're going to give it a try. <laughs> and I didn't write shit down before we started. We are free balling. We are free balling, man. So there's 10 there Spider Man movies. <laughs> yes. And you forgot about two of them. <laughs> I did. And that was fucked up. Because <laughs> I like, I actually like those movies. Rest like in peace, James one. Webb. Stop this. <laughs> So, all right, man. We're going from 10 to 1. Okay, okay. And so I think the first question that we have to ask ourselves when ranking these movies is what just what are the worst movies? What are the worst movies that that we can choose from here to to be 10 and 9? So, in in the worst, you know, yeah, comes down to two. It comes down to two. It's either, you know, Spider-Man 3, yep, or The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep. That's that's how it goes. Um, Undeniably so. Spider-Man 3, I think, just tried to be way too much and also was not so, and therefore was not enough of anything. Well, see, that is a key issue in both movies, man. That's true. Because they threw way too much into The Amazing Spider-Man 2 as well. They were really trying to set up the Sinister Six. Yeah. And, but it, like, and it's, man... They really didn't learn from that mistake. You, you just made it. And I would say that The Amazing Spider-Man 1 established a pretty cool universe. And then it just got I to be I liked a Amazing lot. Spider-Man 1. Yeah, me, I, me too, man. I, I, think, I think that Andrew Garfield did a really good job as being a witty, cool Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. And he was a, he was a cooler Peter Parker than a lot of people Absolutely. liked. Absolutely. He's kind of a bad boy. Yeah. He's like a he's like a science guy, but like, come on, look at him. Yeah, exactly. you think that dude's like a geek nerd? He's not a geek. He's hot. What are you talking he's hot, about, man? He's he hot. Got Toby with his big ass glasses. Toby they being just like, like geeked a, him out hard as. Toby fuck. was also like what thirty or something playing a fucking. He was. He was <laughs> high schooler. That's a burden he had to take on, like sh- straight off. It's rough. Um, but yeah, so those those both lacked. In in just a, a real good structure, having a, a strong threw... vi- like central villain. Yeah, it was just too much. Because I mean, they, they in Spider Man Two, they start teasing, you know, um, Harry. Like Harry's spending the yeah. entire movie looking for Spider Man, so he's like they're setting him up. That's a he's the he's like the the B antagonist of that movie. Yeah, without even really being like a villain. Right. He's just looking for Spider-Man. To set it up for this whole... To uh, set it up for three. Full blowdown. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that was... Spider-Man 2 did a really good job at having, like, two antagonists. Having Doc Ock and having Harry. Whereas, man, Spider-Man 3 was just, like... Here's Harry. Sandman. Here's Harry. Here's (laughs) Sandman. Here's Venom. Dude. I feel... Great. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> no. Hanging out. God. Thank you. Thank you, Topher Grace. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> he plays the biggest asshole. Yeah, he does. Such like a just just a cocky photographer. Yeah. Like, Jesus man. Good old Eddie. When Stacy in Spider Man three was fucking the, Yeah. Spider Man is an asshole in Spider Man three, dude. Yeah, he is. He's a Oh, he's a fucking yeah, you'll get your damn rent. 
when you fix this damn door. I'm talking even before he's Venom, like he, he's yeah. got the parasite on him. Dude, at the beginning of the movie, like I'm pretty sure Mary Jane is like graduating or something. Like it's an important ceremony mm-hmm. going on. And he just swings, like, he, he misses it, or he leaves early, and he swings in as Spidey to this, like, celebration stage. Yeah, yeah. And Gwen Stacy's there, and they're like, ooh, they're just like, kiss ooh. her, ooh, kiss her. I'm like, first off, what the Hold on. fuck Hold is on. this? <laughs> Sam Raimi, what are you doing with that shit? That was a little bit weird on the right. It, it was very strange. I'm not going to lie. It was very strange. Um, And then, yeah, they fucking kiss. He kisses her, and Mary Jane's like, I'm like, this is a lot. There's a lot going on here. And he yeah. was going to propose to her then? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? You sure about that? Shout out to I Think You Should Leave Season 3. It's here. Ooh, it's out. It's out. Um, But I don't know, man. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 has weak writing in a lot of places as well. Yeah, so it's really man. fucking hard. If there were to be a deciding factor, what do you think is going to put one of them at number 10? Um, I don't know, man. I feel like Sandman was fucking bad. That's the thing is, I feel like I might put Spider-Man three at the ten spot, just because yeah. like it it way way bit off more than it could chew. Way too much, man. Way too much. Um, whereas like the Amazing Spider-Man two had a lot going on in it. And it just didn't. It, it worked for me a little bit better than Spider-Man Three did. I think so too. I think the writing in Spider-Man Three just felt just it just felt off. Yes. I don't know if there was too much pressure for for, for Raimi because they were. I mean, they had a Spider-Man it. Four planned. It's true. I just don't know what happened there, man. But I think that perhaps you are correct, and we might we might put that on uh, number ten. But throw that one, slap it in. Yep, I think that's fair, dude. And that leaves the Amazing Spider-Man two. Yep, that's gonna at put number that. nine. Number nine. Man, I did not like Amazing Spider-Man two Green Goblin. <laughs> oh my god! You know, see, that's real bad. He he's really not good. It's bad, but I really <laughs> liked it. Andrew Garfield was a killer dude. He did yeah. such a good performance and. And Gwen Stacy in that movie, dude. Was so good. Well, in like both movies, really. Yeah, dude, so good. Um, in the end, is just it's fucking tragic, dude. Dude, that the fall. ending hit. That fall, man. Yeah. Ooh. I remember just like in theaters, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's just your fucking head that yeah. hits. Snap. Oh Jesus. Shit's rough. I'm so happy that he got his like redemption save in No Way Home. Dude, that made my heart full. He needed oh, it. He, he deserved it so much. And he absolutely deserved it. Um Andrew Garfield was was I was so happy to see him and Toby, of course, but he Andrew got some great lines in Dude, No Way and Home. I l- and they in No Way Home they lean into the fact that he's kinda like the least popular spider-man they do and they make he's he's aware of it in a way he's like oh man you guys are so cool i know dude like and then oh toby's God. just like hey you're cool I fucking <laughs> love it. 
I love it. Was it was so good. I need to watch No Way Home again, man. I, yeah. I only watched it once. Yeah, I only saw it the one time in theaters. Yeah. And man, that was a time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So going forward, you know, for eight and seven, I wasn't huge on Spider-Man Far From Home. Me either. That was super mid for me. Um, his homecoming blew me away. Bro, just... everywhere I look, I see his face. <laughs> I mean, that was <laughs> that was a good point in the movie. Like it, they were getting a good point across, but I think it's a they criticism. Made Peter fuck up so hard. I think it's a criticism of the entire, um, like far, like the the entire home trilogy. Um, which is kind of rectified in No Way Home when you like realize that it is all just an origin story for Peter. But I feel like they really did a disservice to Peter's character in the Marvel movies by making him like such a like Tony Stark like child, like up his ass. Okay. Like yeah. the man like worshiped him like a god. Yeah. Whereas like we missed out on seeing high school peter being the friendly neighbor like with his homemade suit and, and right. all that yeah by the time we meet him in in homecoming he only he's only had it for like yeah they, they show like clips at the beginning of well because they in introduce him in civil suit. war yeah exactly but he's got the stark suit on yeah um but at the beginning of no way home they show him like footage of him with that original costume. Yeah, yeah. But that's all you get. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they they have that sequence that is fun of him being the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah. Helping people out, but he's also um, like texting Happy the whole time. Exactly. It, there's all there's always that element of like yeah. Stark or, yeah. or or Shield or whatever. I think it's it probably has a lot to do with the fact that he was just going around doing that shit. And then Tony Stark was just like, "Hey, you want to come? You want to come fight Captain America with me?" Yeah, and um, <laughs> that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, Ant no, Man, for Ant sure. And holds it to a similar. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I like, I like, I don't like hold it hugely against the movies. Yeah, but I do. Um, like, I'm. We haven't seen an independent. You haven't gotten exactly, and that's yeah. that's the that's the thing that I was wanting to see, a yeah. like a young Peter Parker going through high school dealing with like MJ and 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 learning about his powers in like a natural way as opposed to like as you said kind of being like thrust into the superhero community and right. then like you go from like being a neighborhood friendly guy to like you're fighting Thanos on a another planet in space and you die ouch <laughs> It's it works it's for the MCU, yeah, because that's what the MCU is exactly, and they had to bring him in quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it you don't get that independent Peter that you get in like Spider Man, like the the Raimi films or the yeah. Web films, exactly. And I think a lot of that has to do honestly with my feelings about his portrayal in Far From Home. Mm-hmm. He makes some really bad decisions. Bad decisions, which I understand. He's a kid. I get it, but he's a smart fucking kid. Exactly. He he's shouldn't a be making genius. he shouldn't be making mistakes like this. Uh like homecoming, I get it, 
but like I guess they kind of made these movies feel like he's a kid, he's a kid, he's a kid. No way home happens. Now this, he's now, now this is like he's got now his he's an adult. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. That's a I haven't really thought about that too much. That's a good point. That's because I, I think like because that was a complaint that I had with all like with with Homecoming and Far From Home was yeah. that he's so much of a, like a stark child. Yeah. But then No Way Home comes out and it it ends with him, you know, being his own hero, and you realize that the three home movies were just an origin trilogy for him yeah i think that kind of alleviates some of of the issues that i had with it i got what you're saying okay so when looking at at number eight and seven what calls out to you for me i'm thinking spider-man far from home and the amazing spider-man i think i could i think i could see those how do you feel about just like i think spider-man homecoming or I think so. I think for me, eight is definitely uh, far from home. I totally understand that. So I think that's that's my eight. I think my my seven. I'm stuck between Homecoming and Amazing Spider-Man one. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, we can talk about that. We can talk about that because that's good. That's two like stars, two <laughs> trilogy. So let's talk about why. Briefly, you know, Far From Home deserves to be in, in the eighth spot. I personally think, um, like I said, his decisions were so strange. Uh, this movie also had the huge burden of coming right after Endgame, yes. which yeah. was a you know earth shattering event. How do you? How do you? It. I mean, yeah. How do you follow that up? And then Jake Gyllenhaal shows up and is like, "There's a large magma monster in this area, and we're gonna go take him out." Uh, I was like, kind of why? sighing. Why, God? Why? <laughs> and I, you know, it we also... have to go defeat the elemental beasts from the fifth dimension. Yeah. I'm from the fourth dimension. I'm from the multiverse. I'm a new hero. I'm from the and they, they under those glasses, dude. You have. And they tease the multiverse just to like, just just to like bait you. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm Mysterio. I'm from another Earth. Oh, this is it. This is how they're doing it. Oh my god! A couple years. Psych, psych, psych. Big psych. Um, yeah, dude. You know, I liked. I knew it was going to be Mysterio, so like, I also wasn't like being led on by the movie. Yeah. How it tried to lead people on. Yeah. How it's like, oh no, he is a good guy. Hardcore. Just people who. If you are aware of the comics, if you if you watched, you know the. To, like the 90s 2000 spider-man shows yeah you're aware of his villains exactly exactly um so that wasn't a surprise to me the drone approach was surprising yeah there were some fun vfx um sequences that i enjoyed about like the nightmare sequences almost mm-hmm. those were really cool and like um, the black space yeah exactly i just don't I I can't justify Peter Parker's choice in giving this random bubblehead dude yeah the glasses that Tony Stark you know specifically the guy chose. Who he's so yeah his his complete his mentor yeah his his his, uh, his fucking father figure. father figure 
and he gave it away. I, I understand the feeling of feeling undeserved, but that's a big thing that you had from yeah. the, pretty much one of the most important people in your lives. I couldn't get behind that. I could never, like, I could, I can understand not feeling worthy of something like that. Yeah. But I would never give it away to anybody else. Yeah. That just doesn't seem like. That's Especially to somebody that you just met. Yeah. Like yeah. he, like he knew Mysterio for what a few days, oh, a few weeks. Yeah, something maybe a few days, man. That's maybe what I'm saying. Like, I don't even think it was like he was on the news, and you know week. he looked legit. He was, you know, yeah, <laughs> number eight. <laughs> it's right. number eight. <laughs> um, I'd watch it again. It's fun. I like. Yeah. I like that he leaked Spider Man as Peter Parker. Yeah, it it set up a, a good plot point for yeah. for the conclusion of this origin trilogy for sure for sure so we're slapping that right there and then we, we got to talk about number seven number seven you're saying possibly homecoming or, or i'm thinking Spider-Man? yeah because I, I could see i could i could see agreeing with you on amazing spider-man one but <laughs> i also kind of think about yeah homecoming yeah okay before we get into it we're gonna let my cat up because she's getting a little feisty no we have a new guest oh oh (laughs) my wife hi hi, honey oh my wife is nice my wife she has hair she has hair (laughs) that's an infomercial sketch thank you alan just so you guys know um can you let ahsoka out of the basement She's done being in the in her abode down there. In the abode. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> she might try to walk on my computer, but that's fine. She got she got real dangerous earlier, man. She did. She she did she things she never the does. She jumped the TV stand, man. I've never seen her do that before. What's going on, Ahsoka Tano? Oh, she's here. That's your name, Ahsoka. You don't really act like Ahsoka Tano, though. You're crazy. <laughs> She's a little bit crazy. She acts like if a second time Darth went to Tano. the dark side. Darth Tano. <laughs> All right, that's my cat lore. Cat lore. So cat dump, lore dump. We might have um, kitty noises. I think that's probably fine for people who like cats. Nice. We're gonna move forward with cat it. ASMR. God. All right. Number seven, man. I really, I think it should be the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, but what do you think? So, I... Like... I do man. like The Amazing Spider-Man. I'm not saying it's No, no. Good. See, because, like, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like, yeah. it's a good movie, but it's not, It's very like, different. It's a different yes. origin. They, they, yeah, I mean, his parents are involved. Like... Yes. They, like, I think you see them die or something. Like, you, like... I'm not sure. I don't know. If like you it's see a plane crash, right? That, perhaps that they're on or something. It has been a while since I've seen it. But like, I, there's a lot. I know of they're flashbacks. like they're scientists, like that work for the government or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like they have a secret. They like yeah. There's, like there's a secret, and I think Ben to was gonna tell Peter, but then Peter, but then Ben dies. Um, as he does. We don't get MJ in this. In, in these movies, nope. she doesn't exist. This was a fresh take. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Love Gwen Stacy. Yeah. She's, she's Peter's first love, man. For sure. Even before MJ. So we're talking about number one. 
the one he could never save. It hurts. Um, I don't know, man. There's just something about Homecoming for me. That is it too quirky for you? It might be a little too quirky. I think I just didn't really like the Vulture. Kind of like I like I like Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. He did great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like the Vulture is literally just a guy who stole. Once again, for the love of God, I'm getting so tired of saying his name. Tony Stark's gear. He creates so many villains in the Marvel <laughs> universe. He really does. Fuck, man. He's so, just a hardworking dude. <laughs> he's just his doing his best. He's fucked. doing his best. He's doing his best. So, and, but so, like, I appreciate that about his character—that it's he, it's him and his gang of do, of like workers whose jobs were affected by yeah. Tony Stark. Um, but I kind of just don't like that they are so entwined with Stark. Yeah. It's just kind of always is, right? Yeah. It's just, I feel, it's almost like a Marvel crutch. Mm. Yeah. Why and is that's, this bad that's, guy a that's bad guy? Exactly. And that's like a, a MCU Stark. criticism, yeah. I think that is a good criticism of the whole, I do. I, mean, um, I don't know how it goes in the comics entirely with, you know, his effects on things. But yeah, like, obviously, I'm sure that... He, Tony Stark leads to the creation of many villains. Yeah. But like it's so many the, like in the MCU they yeah. make it like the vulture shocker. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why can't they just be dudes who have made this tech? Yeah, right. Why can't Vulture just be a guy who has like a wingsuit? Yeah. I'm just a guy with a wingsuit. Falcon dude. was a dude with a wingsuit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's true. You're not wrong. Um, Shit, man. I don't know. That's fair, dude. And I, dude, and getting to see uh, the lizard and the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. He was pretty scary, dude. The the fight scene with them tumbling through the school. Yeah, and they they go through the music department, and Stan Lee is is listening to like classical music with headphones on. Yeah, he does not hear them at all. Loved it. That was good, man. That was a good fight scene. I don't know. So that's my defense for for uh, Homecoming at seven. What about you? Like, how do you feel about that? I, you know, I you're, you're bringing up good points about. The Vulture's ties to villainism. Um, he's using... He, he's on his, like, Walter White shit. Yeah. You know? He's using it as... I as, did it for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes through the whole Walter White arc, I actually, was good at it. In one movie. <laughs> I did I it because I liked it. it. <laughs> Fuck, um, Something about Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland's... Um, synergy in that movie was super effective to me. Um, just the way that they acted together, yeah. and you know that oh shit moment when you find out. That you mean he's... Michael Keaton? You said Mark Wahlberg. Did I say Mark Wahlberg? You said Mark Wahlberg. Where's my Mark Wahlberg cut? <laughs> <laughs> just, just Mark Wahlberg as the vulture. <laughs> the vulture. It's just a deep fake over Michael <laughs> Keaton. God damn it. Incredible. Yeah, but yeah, that oh shit moment where they, yeah, that 
That was a pretty good moment. Hey, I did like that. I did like that. The tensity where you like you just think this dude is gonna kill this like fucking high school kid. Yeah. While he's sitting in the back of his seat. Dude, driving him to prom. He's like, Hold on, I gotta have a word with Pete. I gotta I, gi- I gotta give him the talk. I gotta give him the talk. Go ahead, honey. He's like I'll fucking kill I you. I will dead murder boy. you. They, see, he's just so intimidating, and I think he plays the role really fucking good. That's, I mean, no, I absolutely. I don't have a, ro- a problem with Michael Keaton at, in the role. I understand the um, ties, though. So I think I can agree. I think I, I think I can give Amazing Spider-Man set one seven. I think I can give okay. that the seven spot. You think so? Yeah. Okay. And that would just kind of, you think, put Homecoming at I, for six For me, then? personally, that would put Homecoming at six. I think that that is fair. I think that's fair. Seven and six. now the the conversation starts to get a bit more difficult. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't even. I'm kind. Of, I'm like I'm trying to. to, where to I'm, start, I know. I'm man. trying to th- to think through it as we're talking live. Yeah, that's the biggest challenge. And I think. And I think against. for me, it comes down to either. Spider-Man 1. Okay. Or... No Way Home. Or No Way Home? I think No Way Home. Okay. All right. So let's talk about it. And I really liked No Way Home when it came out. I think that that's fair. Um, And me too took me a minute to percolate on that one <laughs> yeah no for sure yeah this is when it gets tough this is when it gets tough so what's our argument here um spider-man the first so spider-man one be. man it's the, it was it it was the game changer absolutely yeah for sure uh did you get did we get blade before spider-man or did this oh man that's a good question yeah look that up i want to say Spider-Man, because Spider-Man 1 came out in, like, 2001, right? Yeah. Like, right after 9-11 or something? Yeah. Because I remember they had to, like... Dude, oh shit, yeah. So, Blade came in 1998. Yeah. That's crazy. But this is... Blade's an R-rated, like, off-the-wall fucking... That's true. Blade Wesley was, Snipes yeah. action film. Yeah. Um, this is what kind of set the stage for, for superhero modern movies. superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and man, did it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, looking back on it, there's some. F- it's such it's a can- it's a campy movie. It's man. campy as you fun. love. You love watching Green Goblin in the spider suit or in the goblin suit, just moving around, making movements. What about? What about him in the goblin suit with a cloth over him? <laughs> in the burning like building? An old woman <laughs> in the building. Dude. Is that one of Green Goblin's powers to sound like Yeah, a yeah. I think, I think, no, I think Willem Dafoe just came on and did that on set one Dude, day. He's, you know, he's legendary. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, man. Incredible. And Norman, Norman Osborn, man. What a villain. Okay, yeah. No, he's, see, talk about that tense feeling that i could get between michael keaton and tom holland 
Dude, Norman Osborn, even when he's just in the fucking suit. When he's just even... Thanksgiving dinner, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the Thanksgiving dinner scene. Dude, when he's even just just Willem Dafoe alone. Yeah. When he's just in his office, sitting in his chair, looking in the mirror. Oh, my God. When his own competition is with himself. Yeah. Dude. Back to formula. Back to formula. <laughs> oh, man. What a movie. It's so iconic. Um, and then No Way Home. You get scenes like that, and then you get... We aren't so different, you and I, Spider-Man. Yes, so, so when, I, when I think about Green Goblin in a suit, <laughs> I think about when he knocks out Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Does dude. not unmask him. Just takes him to a rooftop. Yep. A rooftop. Like he doesn't want to know yet. And then has the conversation where we aren't, where you and I aren't so different, Spider-Man. They love you now. They love you now. <laughs> but they will hate you. Oh, <laughs> What will that. you do? <laughs> oh God! But I love it. But it I love like it. that's the thing. It's so campy, but it's so good. Yeah. Willem Dafoe just dominates it. Oh, dude, for sure. And then yeah, No Way Home. Holy shit! And He's yeah, back. when he comes back in No Way Home, dude, oh my God! See, there's a discussion to be had about No Way Home as to where, what were we most excited for? We were most excited to see. Tom Holland going at it again, or were we all just really waiting to see? Yeah, we all if all three of these. We all knew it was up? happening, man. We all knew it was happening, and exactly. that's what you go. That's what you went to see that movie for. Exactly, dude. Norman Osborn walking around like, I went to my home. <laughs> and somebody was living in it. He's like dude. so fucked up. Harry, Harry's not here. Harry doesn't exist here. Dude, man, incredible. See, yeah. I think No Way Home is really good. They had so much to do in that movie. They yeah. had so many pieces to thread in a different way. Yeah, all the cameos, man. So insane. Dare, so it was insane. Daredevil's first MCU appearance as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Just, just sh- for, Not even as Daredevil, yeah. just showing up as... Uh, what's his name? Is it Matthew Murdock? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Fucking Kingy, dude. Soak. Are you drinking <laughs> she my is, water? She is. She for sure is. She's taking my water. She's she's taking it, man. It's so funny. I saw your eyes go down <laughs> to my water cup, and I knew. I thought that about. There was I thought be about. There. Thought about mentioning it to you, and I was like, eh, I don't want to break break his flow. Enjoy your water, Ahsoka. <laughs> even though we just got fresh water in the bowl. Incredible. Thanks for your input on Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> so this really goes down to: Do we want to put? Do we want because Spider-Man th- one deserve a higher spot because because it created it's a classic and it set the standard. Yeah. Even though when you kind of look at the writing, sometimes it's just well. That's the thing is I feel like the writing is very much like a like comic book writing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially reflecting like early two thousand yeah and nineties like mm-hmm. late nineties. It's like like. Green Goblin tying up Spider-Man on a rooftop and having a philosophical discussion about, like, you and I are not so different. Right. That is very much a comic book. Like, that that's feels like a comic book thing. Yeah. Like, you could see that ha- turning the panel, like, turning the page in the comic and seeing that happen. I understand that. I got what you're saying. For me, at least. Uh, 
like the MCU movies, man. Like they they adapt comics, yeah. but like they very much put their own spin on things. For sure, for sure. Which is great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't mean it in like a negative way, but like in terms of staying true to the comics, right? And like the feel of the comics, I feel like OG Spider Man one beats out No Way Home in that regard. I think that you're right. I think that you're right, and I think that No Way Home might want to go at number five because we're more here to see all this. It's, we're, we're not. Yeah, we're Doc not really Ock, here for to, for for Tom Holland. We're here yeah. for Doc Ock and Green Goblin yeah. and Toby and Andrew Garfield. I feel like the most enjoyable moments of that movie were created because it was the culmination yes because you got to see resolutions exactly. of characters you get to see a, an older mellowed out mentor f- figure-esque toby you get Beautiful. to see andrew garfield who tells you that an older but more lost and he, and he even and he says to them like i after gwen died i had a dark period I, it was a dark yeah. fucking period man i was kill. i he i think i don't know if he said he killed anybody but i think he definitely said he wasn't holding back anymore beating the shit out of people uh, dude. yeah but he he also talks about how he got back from that yeah um and then him getting his gwen stacy redemption dude it, it was needed absolutely perfect perfect perfection and that was the um, like the perfect send-off for his character absolutely man absolutely um they wrapped up things super nice and getting to hear more about toby and where yeah. he was in his universe and they're fun interactions, man. And that's what you went to see the movie exactly. So I think that we'll put that at number five, if that's cool with you. Yeah. Because Spider-Man 1 was just that it was it defined itself by being itself. Very much you so. You know what I mean? Very much so. That sounds good. And then it gets, yeah. I mean. For me. We'll I start th- talking, yeah. What, what would you put it for? Um. I I would put Spider Man two at four. Spider Man two at four. But hmm. we can talk about it. Talk okay, about okay. Because for me, I would put Spider Man one at four. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. You're right. I was talking about number three. Ah. I was okay, about okay, three. okay. I think Spider Man yeah. one should be. Number I think Spider Man one hits number four for me. Yeah. For all the reasons that we said. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. I do think that Spider Man two is the number three movie. You think so? I, I, I agree. Because um, at this point, we've got Spider-Man 2 and both Spider-Verse films. Yes. And they're so different, and this is probably a generational thing. Um, I think Spider-Verse hit us. Yeah. As an, Especially as animation fans. As, like, older. Really and, and we were, you know, we hit that age where we were young adults seeing these movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, with... With the Raimi fit trilogy, and even that's what we grew up on. That's like kids. nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you you see that happening, and you forgive faults. Yes, because you know you you grew up watching it. Exactly. But exactly, yeah. But like being a being a young adult, seeing Spider like into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse, and seeing what they've done for comic book movies. Yeah. And animation. As a whole, uh, man, they just take the cake. I think so too, man. Um, it that that part of the discussion is easy. For me. <laughs> so, so the top two are 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 
pretty yeah. set. Yeah. But man, ten through ten through three, that was that was a toughie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um let let's shout out Spider Man two a little bit. Dude, man. I what, love Spider Man two. Favorite Before the Spider Verse movies came out, man, Spider Man two was the pinnacle. Absolutely. It was that was <laughs> the gold standard for comic book movies yeah. for me. Yep. Oh my god, I love Spider Man too. <laughs> I just always have Doc Ock floating away in my fucking head, dude. <laughs> Into the fucking core reactor abyss. And then he and then he instead comes into See now that was it also <laughs> that's a crazy like that's a crazy um like, plot point and yeah. like an entry point for him to be like I was like about to fucking die man and then he's like I gotta go back so I can die <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been it's been awesome guys been real I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go die Peter oh. I love it dude that delivery is all the power of the sun he got his two mil the palm of your hand he did get his two <laughs> he mil did, he earned it he earned it he did earn it um beautiful movie and just like you said, that was the standard. And, that's and again, I to. mentioned the whole like it, it was it hit the perfect f- flow of having an A villain and having a B villain. No, you're precisely correct. Uh, and it the, the just the natural flow of it as well was just awesome. The 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 story of like him Peter losing his powers because he didn't really want to be Spider Man anymore was yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I mean, just Doc Ock, man. That's the all. The fight I have scenes to say. were incredible. Yeah, something that was so cool about um, these old Spider-Man movies is, you know, fucking Tom Holland shits like CGI. Yes, guys. man, dude. All of the the it, ripped like, up like Spidey suits were like the ripped up Spidey suits. The animatronics for the arms. Yeah, man. Oh, Super seeing cool. Alfred Al, Al Molina like strapped up to the rig. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, uh, if you haven't seen this behind-the-scenes clip. Oh, my clip, God, the behind-the-scenes There's is a so fucking good. amazing clip of, uh, what's Doc Ock's actor? Alfred Molina. He's walking into set, and you hear somebody just shouting Doc Ock lines, just dialogue yeah, in, he, the, in the he, machine. He's walking in with Sam Raimi, and he's oh, like, yeah. Sam's like, so you're doing all right, but, you know, I really want you to hit the lines. I want you to put a lot of emotion into them. I want you to really just, here, I have an example. And they walk out, and it's fucking Willem Dafoe. Oh, my God. Strapped up to the machine. Like, the wind's blown in his face, and he's, like, yelling. Oh, my God. It'll stabilize. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I can't get over Willem Dafoe. I oh, love him so much. What a legend. Alfred Molina is a fantastic yeah, actor, man. too. Great villain, dude. His Doc Ock is incredible. Very, so, like, he's, he's, like, such a memorable Doc Ock as well. For sure, man. For sure. Such a nice guy, and it, at the beginning, and like, yeah, Norman Osborn was still a little cold, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of Spider-Man One. This guy was so he's such a he's warm he takes and yeah then, he takes Peter in, man. Yeah, and then when shit goes wrong, it, it goes bad. wrong. Fantastic movie. I love when he throws um, money bags at Spider-Man, <laughs> coins and money. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, man. So you want him? You're gonna have to go through me. Oh my god. Dude, yeah, when, like, careful, he's just a kid, like, he's yeah. been demasked, and none of the people on the train give a fuck. I love it. That's a great scene, man. That's a great one. 
So then, yeah, we got the we got the last two. And it's you know, and it's 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 easy. easy. It's easy. It's just it's you know it's into the Spider Verse and then across across the Spider Verse. Before we even talk about the movie itself, we're just getting it out of the way and we're saying it. It's the best Spider Man movie, hands down. Hands fucking down, dude. Absolutely incredible. There's just so much to talk about. Ah, ah. I'm screaming internally. And there's more. And we're getting a third one. 2024, too, man. Yeah. I thought we were going to be waiting a couple years because this animation process is so intense. Dude, I it bet, takes I, a long time. I bet you it was... I wonder if it was, like, always planned to be a trilogy or if it was, like, they got... So they made they were just making this one and it got so long. That's the case actually. Is it? I listened okay. to an interview okay. with the creators. Um and they were like, We were writing this out and we were writing it and writing it and we're like, No, this is not a sequel. This is this is this the is middle. The middle half of a trilogy. Because it got too long and they were just like, There's so much more to tell and, and do. And and so much still happens in this movie. Dude, oh you my know? god. Yeah. Um, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, mm-hmm. and also David Callahan was okay. involved in the, in the in the creation of these movies. Okay, yeah, I was gonna um, say I knew Lord and Miller. Lord Miller, dude, they made Clone High. Yeah, they've made some like just wacky shit, and then they just come out with like the most influential Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I think date. they also did. Um, I'm I'm doing a live Google search right now just to confirm, Ooh. but I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. They, I think so. And I, they worked on the Lego Movie as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like these fun, quirky movies, and then they just like blow our minds in the Spider-Man universe. And boy, do they blow our minds! Oh my god! Oh my god! So good. At the beginning of the episode, I think you know, I think we talked about Into the Spider Verse and why it deserved you know the second spot. Um. So I think we're gonna just go into across the Spider Verse. We're going in. Um, we're going in hard. Full spoilers. Go see this movie. Holy we, shit! We it's coming please. out. It's coming. It's we're dropping this pod like three days after the movie has come out. Yeah, you got time. Please go see this movie. Oh we'll my see it god! On the biggest screen you have to. You have. I to. usually don't say that shit, but like, dude, this I, was. Can you see that in like IMAX or something? Yeah. Oh my god, I I would die. Like I kind of if I if we go again, I want to go to like one of the cinema like X, yeah, yeah. XD or whatever mm-hmm. the huge ass screens, big ass sound systems. You know? Oh man, <laughs> it oh, deserves man. it. The soundtrack coming in Phenomenal. just as hot as the first. Phenomenal, one. so fucking good. Um, I don't know where to start, man. I think you start at the start, man, yeah. and I and I, it's a part of the movie that I immediately loved about it. Yes, is that it's not just a Miles movie. It's, no, it's Miles and Gwen. I love it so much, and it opens with Gwen. That was such a like. I was so pleased, like right off rip. I was like, I'm so glad we're starting here. You get to see her origin, how she is literally just she got bit instead of Peter in her universe. Yep. Um. But Which ends up. I was gonna say you tragedy. get to see what the ramifications of that mean. She's got one of the more fucked up, yeah, backstories, dude. Dude, man, Peter turns into the lizard. 
because he gets bullied so much. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. Voiced by Jack Quaid. So cool. King. King. So cool. He's also going to be voicing Superman in something. Like yeah. There's our, in our a, anti, in an animated movie. Our anti-suit boy is uh, <laughs> he's he's, breaking he's in. He's breaking into the machine. I love to see it, personally. I'm here oh, for Oh, yeah. It. Absolutely. <coughs> but, yeah, um, you get her origin. You get to see how she you know has her relationship with her dad yeah which is oh my god you get to see her introduction to the spider society yeah which is really cool she's got a nice big chunk you know of the opening to herself yeah i like what the first 20 minutes or so something like that i was gonna say because it's because they do a whole vulture fight yeah and it's it's decently long with a renaissance vulture so fucking cool dude <laughs> oh i loved it they're they're like popping off right off right immediately they're like hey we're gonna have this dude be in a completely different art style yeah yep he's like this he's this like um like black and white like uh renaissance it's like like, it's like, like faded paper it's like yeah know? like da vinci's like designs <laughs> that he would make and he's shitting on modern art because they're in an art museum yeah and he's like this is art and they're like talking about like, Gwen is literally like, well, metaphors. we're talking about it, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, something to note about Gwen's world, and Earth all the forty-five. Worlds, <clears throat> yeah, dude, all the worlds in this movie are distinctly different and yeah. have their own feel to it, and it's just incredible. This this starts out <clears throat> in her in her universe, and the writers made a point to say that her her world is supposed to react almost like a mood ring like the colors and it did Absolutely. and it very much did right? and i and i loved that and that's the part that i was wanting to talk about when i mentioned yeah things kind of fading away when she's in her room right with her dad uh talking and and the room is fading away and being like replaced with just blue paint strokes, dude. <sighs> Fucking beautiful, dude. Emanating from her, she's like completely blue. Yeah. And it just it pans over to like like three quarters of the way over to her dad, and then her yeah. dad is like the only source of warm light. Yeah, but it's shallow because like probably like most of the frame is blue except where he's exactly on that one section. And then man. <clears throat> When she when she runs into the hug, dude, she he literally so says fast. he's like, "Are you t- are you still too punk rock to give your old man a?" Hu-? And like before he can even finish, man, yeah, she's hugging him, and all the blue melts away. Oh, perfect, dude. So now insane. that is art. That Absolutely. is art. Absolutely, this is this is pushing an, uh, the art that goes into the, this visual medium to its limit man you dude know, just... e- like like you said even like you no way could you think something like this would be possible after watching into the spider-verse you'd think yeah you'd think that's it that's that's the ceiling this is the, pinnacle. This is the ceiling yeah <laughs> baby we've shot through we fucking shot right up dude it's nuts <laughs> and and then when um she has to reveal herself to her father because this is like almost an amazing spider-man kind of universe mm-hmm. man yeah um the whole police force is hunting the ghost spider as a vigilante. Yeah. And um, her father, very harshly so, because of the death of Peter Parker. He blames, yeah, he blames Spider-Woman for the death of Peter because she was there. 
Yep. Yep. And so obviously she obviously. And then when uh, she has to reveal herself, dude, again with the mood changes, showing his face and the colors are just like as he gets concerned, like the blue, everything is rage and it's just changing. Mm -hmm. And oh my god, it's just incredible. And the introduction of Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Miguel. Yes, Miguel. Spider Woman. Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew. Yep. Um, who who becomes Gwen's. Like mentor, mentor figure, yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Um, crazy start to the movie, and then they're like, here's Miles, baby. This they're is like, what Miles hey, is we just to. we needed to show you how Gwen <laughs> meets these people. Yeah. Now we're going back to the boy. Yep. Our boy has grown, guys. He has gotten older. He's, he's a big fucking man. He's broader. He's got shoulders. I love his suit. They keep making fun of it and like. Are saying, you bleeding from the armpits? Are you bleeding from the armpits? Yeah. I was like, okay, for miles. The red stripe man. He designed his suit. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> they immediately shit on him for it. Man, the story that this ends up being for Miles, in the long run, is incredible. Like his growth, yeah. the way he views this very unique situation that he's in. Um, Very much, man. It's just awesome. Dude, His so journey cool. through this movie is so awesome. Cool. Miles' journey is super cool. Uh, the, the, the antagonist? The antagonist, the spot. This is nuts, guys. I, I really thought he was going to be in the movie for ten minutes. Like, <clears throat> Did you think, like... Oscar, like Miguel O'Hara was going to be like the bad guy of the yeah. movie. Yes, see, I thought he was. Gonna see, be. I I thought that I didn't think that the spot was going to be like the main main antagonist, but I thought that Miguel O'Hara would be like the big bad until a point at which point he would then flip and help Peter or help Miles take out whatever the real yeah. big bad is, and which I think is going to happen in the next movie. It has to, but. Not for this movie. It's the fucking spot, baby. She's rough right now. I'm yeah, the spot. This dude is such a fucking clown, dude. Like trying to steal a fucking ATM oh, machine. Oh, so funny. He doesn't have full control over his uh, interdimensional spots. Dude, I almost leaned over to you and said, like, when he was talking about needing to get more power, I almost leaned over and was like, what if he turns black with white spots? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Literally, and then my dude turns into a fucking eldritch it's abomination. Fucked up, it's incredible. <laughs> this dude goes from like the goofiest motherfucker you can imagine, and his or, his origin story, ass. dude. Yeah, he kicks his own ass. He literally. kicks himself into himself. And by the end of this movie, he is fucking horrifying. He looks like something out of a Junji Ito. Dude, it's scary, manga, dude. The, the way his holes become like. Like hastily fuck. drawn spirals and scribbles, dude. He's the get my, now my second cat wants my Martina. Water. Martina McBride. Her name is Marcy, actually. Let's <laughs> call her everything that's adjacent. Come on, honey. Come here. Dang it. I just I just gave him water. I promise. <laughs> I'm a good cat dad. I promise. But man, and just like the spots origin. Yeah. Too. Um. He was just a fucking dude. Like I now, I want to rewatch Into the Spider Verse 
Yeah. To see him. As soon as they said, you hit me in the head with a bagel, I was like, I know who that yep. is. Yep. I watched Into the Spider-Verse so much, both of my sons fucking loved it growing <laughs> up. So we had it on repeat. It also introduced them to um, uh, Biggie Smalls. Oh, man, there it is. <laughs> when he drops the needle. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, it's so good. Beautiful. Um, But, yeah. Just having that, like, he's like, yeah, you hit me with a bagel. Having that guy yeah, become the main antagonist of this movie. Nuts. Bold, first off. Very first bold. off, bold. Very bold. But, yeah, it, dude, it worked. For sure. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of, they have a parallel to them, Spot and Miles. You know, despite how much Spot's like, I'm your ne- nemesis, you know. He, you know, at the beginning, he, he's like, "You created me, and I created, I created you." Because he's yeah. also the he's doctor, the, yeah, that had that brought the spider from Earth forty two over. Yep, yep. So, like, it's funny as fuck when he's saying that shit at the beginning, but it starts to kind of mean something. Yeah. Because when Miles is introduced to the Spider Society, um, he's trying to prove himself, and Spot is trying to prove himself. To Miles. To Miles as his nemesis by, like, cranking up his power as much as like, he oh, can. Like, oh, you you think I'm a laughing... You want to you you laugh, laugh at me, me dude? dude? I'll become so powerful, and I will take everything from you. And then you, I, then you will see that I am your nemesis. It's really good, actually, dude. It really <laughs> works. Like, when, you, when he first says it, and he's, like, barely powered up anymore, you're like, oh, yeah. ha, 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 this is funny. This is so funny. You're just a bit character. And then he's like, when you're at the moment where they and can't he, stop him. I was going to say, and then he threatens to destroy another universe. Yeah. He's right in front of the collider and he's like, see ya. You're all fucked now. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, So cool, dude. So good. Yeah. How do you think about, what do you think about Miguel and, and Spider-Man 2099's place in this movie? Um... I mean, I liked his character. Me too. Uh, very cool. I didn't know. Like I like I don't really know a whole lot about Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Me neither. There like, are like outside there's a, of the there's movie. a couple games uh, that exist. That's like Spider Man Shattered Dimensions and Spider Man like Edge of Time or something like that. Gotcha. And they're they're kind of about like you play as different Spider Man. You can play as like Spider Man Noir. Ultimate Spider-Man. Gotcha. Spider-Man 2099 is in there. And you get a little bit of lore about him there. So, like, I knew that he works for Alchemax. Yeah. Um, Like, I knew that part of his backstory, but... I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, so he works for the company that... Did the Collider. Did the Collider and had the spider that bit Miles. Gotcha. Um, But I didn't know anything else really outside of that. Okay. So, like, I didn't know that he has to, like, inject himself with shit. He's like a vampire? He's like a... He's like a it, he shows Spider facts. vampire? Yeah. Like a vampire spider or something? Like, uh, what's going on? That's just crazy, man. He's got dark tendencies. <laughs> oh, God. <yeah>. <laughs> uh, he was scary, man. Like, he's, he was fun, and he could... He's like the Spider-Man that's, like, senior Spider-Man. And he has annoyed. to be the most... Yeah, the serious, yeah, 
like not campy with everybody mm-hmm. else. But that makes he's he's the straight man to all the banter. Exactly. Yeah. Jessica Drew is able to like pick it pick at him to bring Gwen onto the team. Yeah. Peter B. Parker literally is just bantering with him the entire time <laughs> when he yeah. uh, when he arrives. When I Miles thought he was going to tell Peter B. Parker to shut the fuck up at some point. Too. Yeah. Because he was looking a little... Uh, well, at the end there, he's like, face. I've had enough. I've had I've had just enough of you. Yeah. He, that's where he hit it with him. Right <laughs> there. Um, how do you feel about all these Spider-Men uh, I and women and Spider-People? I love it. I love it. You, I love do you it. you like how they're just in this with him? You know, everybody's... Because this is all about you coming to terms with like i have to lose i have to lose you have to accept this yeah and i have to accept this loss that's the thing is like yeah keep things in order mm-hmm. the, what it means to be a hero exactly um, these are all spider-men that have already they've gone through their traumatic experience exactly miles is miles i was gonna say miles and gwen are yeah. like in the process of going through it yes and whereas gwen has even she accepted ha- yeah well it's like but she is even, she accepts it. But then, when, at like the moment that she's given even like the glimpse of hope that like, hey, this might not have to happen to you. Exactly. She's like, I'm there. Yeah. Like when yeah. He, when when he says I quit. Yep. And she's like, so that means you're not going to be captain anymore. We did it. She's like, dude, the things can change. Yeah. We don't have to fucking listen to the damn spider society and their yeah. web of t- the timeline yeah. which was absolutely sick that shit was cool i loved how they Seeing had him th- like they i love that it started with like the loki timeline yeah that was cool as fuck dude i was like okay there's several moments where they bring the mcu into this which is donald really glover as the prowler as the prowler so cool uh andrew garfield toby yeah the representation was across the board. PS2 Spider-Man is in here. PS5. Yeah. Spider-Man. The game is in there. Genki's playing the game. I yeah, mean, dude, that's so funny. Also, Genki's line, I'm not your I'm guy, not your in, the guy in the chair. So funny. I love so it. So good. Denouncing Mark. Like, they've got the character, but just den- denouncing. He's like, nope, I'm not doing that. it. Yeah, that's not my position, bro. <laughs> Meanwhile, it. in Spider-Man 2 gameplay, Genki is like flying around a whole ass like aerial drone to help oh out. Oh my god, yeah. Right. Oh my god. Um But yeah, I like the Spider Society. Like I think yeah. it's like a cool idea and I think they work well as antagonists to Miles. Yeah, for sure. Considering that Miles is literally like antithetical to everything that they stand for. Yeah. He was literally not even meant to exist. He is and and he's the anomaly. Yeah. Yep, Miguel's. It's fucked up, man. Like Miguel's got this disdain for him because he shouldn't exist. And it's and I think the only he's reason like, where you go, you're fucking up. I think, and I think the main reason for it is because he tried. Yeah, for sure. To have yeah. it all, he tried to slip into some to another Miguel O'Hara's life and yeah. and live a, a safe life with the people that he loved and he couldn't and so therefore no Spider-Man can but that's it, that that's kind of how like I think 
for Mig- sure. Miguel's internal thoughts are like that's like the darker like side, he's like... hiding he's hiding that behind like the spider society's mantle of we have to ensure that these canon events happen yeah but in his in the back of his mind he's like i wasn't able to do this so miles you can't do this like you're not allowed that's to. interesting yeah it's like I went through this two times over. Yeah, so like, so, but, so for you to not have yeah. to go over that is is like he he sees it as like a fucked up thing. He's gotcha. like, no, it's not fair. That's <laughs> kind like fair. that's how I kind of view it. I understand that. Yeah, I can see that motivation. Um, question for you: Did his like that entire timeline like collapse? Like um, the one like that he slipped into? That he slipped into? I believe so. Because it everything was just like. Everything kind of, like yeah. It felt like the TVA almost. Pruned it? Like, I saw, like, people were just disappearing almost. I don't know. That's what it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. In a certain degree of the timeline fixing itself. Or, or like, if you didn't watch it, but in um, What If, there's the episode with Doctor Strange where he, in, he, he starts consuming things in order to become, like, Dark Doctor Strange in order to save... Okay. Yeah. Uh, his his the, whatever his love interest name is mm-hmm. the girl. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. I just you're good. In uh, that episode, he ends up like turning back time to save her. But in the process of doing that, because it was like a a canon event, mm-hmm. the world literally starts to like fall apart. And okay. Doctor Strange, like he's left in a, like a bubble. Okay, gotcha. That like the only reason that he is able to survive it is because he's Doctor Strange, right? Um, but yeah, he's just his whole like w- world universe or whatever is destroyed because he tries to save his loved one. So these cannons, that is that is something that can happen. And then there's and Miles is saying, "Do you know what's going to happen for sure?" And he's like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we get to that point, too. And uh, to bring it back to when I was talking about Miles' struggle through this movie, um, in the first movie, it's anyone anyone can wear the mask. Yeah. And this one, Every, quite literally, he, he needs to, like, learn that. Like, he, it's, he's more making himself his own Spider-Man. Yeah. It's more about putting himself out there, doing his own thing. I don't need to be the same Spider-Man that you guys are. Exactly. And I don't have nah, to. Nah, I'm gonna do my it. own thing. Exactly, dude. And that just those dude, lines hit scene, so hard. Oh, with like the, they're on a fucking space elevator, dude. dude. I know. Like in half of the spider society is like trying to climb up to oh, catch him too. Perfect. Perfect. So good. So, Miles is really finding himself as a character kind of throughout this internally because he he's he's trying to lost. figure out what he wants he exactly. he's got school going on trying to enroll in these classes that are in like new jersey and his parents his mom is very much like no 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 that's way too yeah. far he's his like, mom is very much not wanting to whereas he's like him. this is what i really want to do i want to become something i want to the, the way for me to work with what I'm good at is to take these classes and become my own person. You got And then as Spider-Man, yeah. he has the conversation with uh, his dad where he's like, maybe you should let your son spread his wings. Yes. Very much so. Very much about becoming his own person. And I like that it rubs off on his dad by the end of the movie too. He even um, says it. He's like, maybe we should let him spread his wings. Yeah. This movie's great guys. You um, gotta see it. It is. 
delivered in every possible way it could have. Um, before we rate it, we got to talk about the ending. <laughs> we got to talk about the ending. How did you feel about all the other, like the not necessarily every single Spider-Man? Yeah, but like the ones that I we forgot, got screen yeah. time with. Yeah, we should like uh, like Pavitar Pavard or yeah f- or Prabarker from from Moombatan. I love that actually. That was, was sick. Um, the, Spider-Man India is my fucking dude. The things I don't know what they're called, but the things the that he little, had like, on like almost, disc cup things yeah, that he, he was, like, had on his webs. Around. Those yeah. were so cool. Very, very cool. His uh, hair, dude. His hair is fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I loved the chai tea bit. Super fucking good. Nobody calls it chai tea. Just saying TT. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And I love that that is, um, like, Miles creates an anomaly. Like mm-hmm. He sees that firsthand. But... He did what Spider-Man does. Exactly. You're telling me that, he like, that's exactly somebody. like you're you're in that position. You're gonna let somebody die. Yeah. Oh, I have to for the timeline. That's not what a hero does. Exactly. Exactly. A hero saves people. And Gwen was like, "No, don't go." She, yeah, she like half-heartedly stopped him. But I then... get that it was. She says it's both at the end. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like to create the anomaly, or because you don't want Miles to get hurt. She said it's both. Yeah. Um, obviously she's like changes by the end of the movie, but I love that moment. I love, uh, you know, Spider-Man India is like so happy. Like, dude, he didn't have to lose somebody. Exactly. He doesn't um, have to experience that loss. Very much why he is, uh, part of the team, you know, at yeah. the end of this movie. Dude, Hobie. Miles. Hobie is fucking dope. Spider-Punk. They make him a lot right out the gate on purpose because they, they're like, pushing this like super punk um, super punk super i mean in his time like in his universe he's like london has fallen to like it's like big brother it's like 1984 dude like it's super fascist yeah and my man is just fighting them he's fucking awesome and also his art style is so cool it's a blend of like that sex pistols yeah um letter like uh, grunge yeah that lettering kind mm-hmm. of um it's different colors it's dude paper. the way his guitar yeah was, was like, like cut out pieces of paper all yep, together yep, he's got yep, those yep. outlines on him even magazine um, cutouts almost so cool that's exactly what it's like yeah i loved his design i loved his character yeah. i love that he's not about the spider society yeah dude he's like this this hierarchy fucking sucks phenomenal um Super good. Um, his connection, him and Gwen's thing. Mm-hmm. Miles, his whole. Who's, who's Hobie? Hobie? Yeah, I love it. What do you? Yeah. So when you say you stayed in his dimension a few times, <laughs> when they're together, he briefly says he's like, "Yeah, we hang out." She's got my chucks on. <laughs> Miles is like, "All right," Ooh. but they're cool, man. Yeah, they're cool. no, they're they're Hobie's homies. fucking they're homies. awesome. He's um, the one who teaches Miles about the his venom power hands. He's like, "Don't." Don't use your fingertips. Yes, use your palm to break out of like the force fields. Mm-hmm. That shit's awesome. Um, who else we got? I mean, we get Peter B. Parker again, we, and his course. and his daughter Mayday. She is so fucking adorable. Miles, please just 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 hold, hold the, baby. the baby. I think if you hold the baby, I think we can really talk about this. And then he comes out and he says, "I had her because of you." And they actually have that moment. <sighs> but then beautiful and. I just breathed directly into that. But then the moment is shattered when fucking Miguel O'Hara is like, that sucked. 
Peter, we've got your position. We're on the way. And he's like, fuck. fuck. Like, I did not mean for this, Miles, yeah. I promise. Yeah, that was rough. That's kind of towards the end a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a lot of, I've been hearing people bitching about the Crimson Spider. About Scarlet Sp- about Ben Riley, my yeah. man? Scarlet Spider, yeah. Oh. Um, ben Riley. Hmm, I'm over here brooding. He's the I'll 90s. investigate. Yeah. He's the 90s Spider-Man. He's the 90 edgy, and they and he's a, he's Andy a, Samberg leans heavy into being like that yeah. edgy, kind of gritty, dark, noir, like not noir, but like. It's that 90s dark kind mm-hmm. of era. It was, that was a know? thing. That was a thing in the 90s, man. But I heard, you know, from what I know, Ben Riley's got a lot of complexities anyway. He's a fucking he's a clone, clone of Peter Parker. He's a Peter Parker clone. So, I don't know. I get it. I liked it. I thought it, I was, thought it was really funny. I liked it. it his Perfect design was posture. Great. Oh, my God. He's doing, like, Andy Samberg was on SNL for a while. And yeah. one of the characters that he would do on, like, the Weekend Update was Nick Cage. Oh, nice. And... The Ben Riley voice that he was using was simi- like very similar to his Nick Cage voice. That's that he funny. Had. I like that. That's <laughs> funny because Nick Cage was um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, Noir as well. That's interesting. Um, I liked him, man. He was cool. I, I thought he was good. Spider Bite's a new Spider addition. Bite. I thought she was really cool. The I didn't I- learn a lot about her, but the idea. Well, I think it's like in her universe. The virtual reality, like virtual, like the the metaverse or whatever, VR is that's like yeah, is just as much as like the it's kind of like Ready Player One, I think. Okay, if if, if you can sense. correlate it in that way, yeah. Um, so she's the Spider Man of virtual reality. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Is she it? so she's able to create these like hard light. I don't know if they're like hard light constructs or something. Yeah. That she's able to like project like herself through. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't know if they'll explain it because there's just so much going on. Yeah. But she's there. Mm-hmm. She's fucking there. You get to see uh Penny Parker again? Yeah. Older. She's, she's on the team, dude. Yeah. She's on the team to help our boy. Um who else? Was there anyone else on the t- on the team to come help him out um i mean they show they show noir and spider pig again yeah, okay, but, but like yeah. they don't have any spoken lines in the movie yeah not in this movie it makes us feel like you know i'm assuming have... they're gonna have lines in the next one exactly okay um this movie ends fucking wild dude crazy that their conflict on the train and then he makes his way back to the teleporter to go home He's got to get home because he literally saw Spot. He asks them when it's going to happen. Yeah. He's like, when does my dad die? My dad is about to be made police captain. When does he die? And Miguel O'Hara says two days from now. And then he, Damn, he's man. like, I'm not letting you go back. Yeah, he's like, no, I think you are. <laughs> and so they have this crazy spider robot. The go home machine. Yeah. That takes your DNA and it can send you back to your universe. That you're, yeah. With your via DNA. your DNA. Um, what happens though when your DNA is mixed with the DNA of a being from another Earth? You don't go home. You don't go home. 
talk about No Way Home. There is no way, dude. That's I, because I, I was wondering too when he was running, because the, I mean, the lighting, the dark green sky as Miles is running, a lot of darker colors is yeah. ma- not matched to uh, when Miguel and Jessica Drew and Ben Riley come to his actual earth yeah like it's just dark there yeah it's, it's just like a night sky with like neon lighting everywhere exactly as opposed to this like sickly dark green night sky dude yeah this i think that was like the first hint and i i in my head i clocked it but i was like yeah it didn't i didn't register it yeah for sure it wasn't until he i he was talking to his mom when I f- was when I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, you're like we're not where we're supposed to be, and then that ending reveal, dude. Um, holy fucking shit. Meet the Prowler. I'm not the Prowler. Dead. That's one cam gone. That's one cam dead. gone. We're almost done. <laughs> we're almost. This done is a thicky, dude. This is breathe. a thicky. It is, and it deserves to be. It deserves to be. The reveal of Miles Morales in, in Earth-42 as the Prowler was fucking insane. Incredible. He's a scary motherfucker, dude. dude. Oh, my God. He's about to, like... it. This is a huge cliffhanger, man. I I was shocked. Quite. Like, I, I, I had no idea that this movie was going to end on such a cliffhanger. No. Not... Not a cliffhanger that says, like, what's going to happen in the next three seconds? <laughs> like, he's got his hand right next to Miles' fucking head, and it's just... I thought it was all going to wrap up in, like, 30 minutes, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. she's assembling the team together? I was like, sick. They're going to go find him. Credits roll. Dude. Insane. Everybody in the theater was like, what? Um incredible dude i'm so fucking excited dude march of next year is the current slate for it let's um, go let's go i need beyond it. the spider verse i need it now um i think you're right i think um miguel's going to have some some kind of change of heart to be able to help fix what's going on in the next film but i think it might take some time to get there because he's agree. a pissed off i think he's still going to be a pretty i think he's still going to be an antagonist for the majority of the film yeah um but I'm super excited, man. Like, I absolutely cannot wait. Dude, oh my god. I can't wait. I'm just straight up saying it. This movie is a 10 out of yep, 10. 10 out of 10. Not even... <laughs> I don't even have to think twice about it. It's so fucking good. It's a 10. I can't wait to go see it again. Yeah. I can't wait to buy it. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. Not the first one. Gotta build um, the collection. This is just... It, it really has such a renowned story it handles its characters so well it handles miles and gwen's relationships so so good um i just there's not i I can just there's not enough time to talk about this movie seriously dude seriously (laughs) we want to hear your thoughts guys let Uh, us know how you felt do you think go see this movie yeah do you think it's the best do you agree is it number one i i can't get over it man uh it has really just taken the crown for me. Oh my god, it's so good. Please go see it and let us know what you think.
thanks for listening to us gush about spider-man thank you thank <laughs> you um like comment subscribe uh hit, hit the that motherfucking bell. bell ding ding ring a ding baby so you can know when we do things and stuff uh thanks for bearing with us with our <laughs> new setup our new mics i mean not new mics but current I temporary mean, yeah, mics just the little shotgunning situation yeah <laughs> thanks for sticking around guys uh until next